the Orchid Music Academy of Okinawa gave rise to the greatest boy band of all time, the blue-haired, dreamy trio Art of Backdoor. Their irresistible melodies were the brainchild of lead singer and sensitive soul, Kyle-san Sandin. I created one you all know, probably from the Arby's commercial, We Have the Meats. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't recognize it until we got to the bomb, bomb, bomb. Thank you. Thank you. That's right. <laughs> Their sensual and controversial dance moves were designed by lead singer and choreographer Hunter San Sealock. Are you, are, you, are you dancing, Hunter? Those are his dance moves. That's what they sound like. <laughs> oh, no. If only there was a visual component to this podcast, yep. we've once again been failed <laughs> by the limitations of audio. Oh, there's, there's Hunter son. What were you saying? I hope we get a chatterbait account so we can have a visual uh, aid yeah. to the podcast. I, I think it's chat roulette. I don't think it's called chat. chat. Wait, is what's chatterbait? It's exactly what it sounds like. Brooks. Never mind. Never mind. Moving on. I believe you bait someone into chatting no, just, with you. Just go. Just, go. <laughs> just let's just go. If I had to, uh, to gander, <laughs> they'd probably like my melody on there. <laughs> oh, <sh> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking Christ! The fuck! Damn it! And last but certainly not least, the band's sleek yet sinister fashion sense was created by lead singer and metrosexual acrobat Brookson Nickel. Yeah, I reckon I'm the one that does all the wardrobing. I get all of my tape measurements out and my scissors, and I do some cutting here and some sewing there, and I make us look all fine and sexy and blue-haired like you see here before us on your Chatterbait account. That's right. I don't just sing. I don't just dance. I'm a tailor, too. <laughs> Triple threat. I feel like Triple he's made threat. some Munich from time to time with some <laughs> ill-used scissors. <laughs> oh, why, why, which, oh. Where the fuck is your brain at today, Kyle? My Where's God. yours? You're the one wanting to build You're the one talking about making eunuchs with scissors. My God, this is an Xbox podcast. Says the guy that this made some a... soup in the asshole to take care of a ah, well, the that was, Hey, that was a group <laughs> message. <laughs> and it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> like we, we should do a verbal reenactment of that text. Look, look I, saw, I saw on that one uh, blonde-haired bitch's uh, Netflix show, Goop or whatever, that oh, fuck. Uh, the only way to cure a uh, real ailment is, you know, chicken noodle, uh, Campbell's chicken noodle soup, Vicks Vapor Rub, and Sprite Enema. And, you know, damn it if I'm not going to try it eventually. Get out. I know there's some <laughs> whack shit on there, but... Um, that's what we're doing uh, in episode 46, a little sizzle for it next week. Um, but yeah, on this the episode... candle aroma, uh, this smells like vagina. No, I'm sure that's going to help with the Vicks. No, let's... Oh, my God. You're listening to uh, What's in the Box, <laughs> uh, surprisingly an Xbox News review. Not anymore. <laughs> they're not, Josh. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> they're not, Josh. <laughs> There's uh, an Xbox store in there somewhere. Just go. Yeah, you gotta stay yeah. on Chatterbait. We'll get there eventually. 
Um, I'm the fourth and forgotten member of Art of Backdoor, Josh Sonhutton. And today on the show, we're featuring a review of Indivisible as well as a hands-on with the Fantasy Star Online beta. Yes, this episode is anime as fuck. But before we get to that, a bit of news. Hunter, something quite opposite of the uh, soft and delicate sensibilities of anime, Call of Duty. Yes. What's uh, they launched season two this week? Uh, there, there, there've been a uh, l- l- little bit of rumors swirling around. Why don't you tell us about what everything's going on? For to the rumors, I'll just I'm just gonna rattle off a handful of things here that it's gonna cool. include because it's I'm pretty interested in a handful of these. First is a 68 gig on Xbox. So uh, if you haven't started that, oh, don't think you're gonna just load it up and play the next time that's available <laughs> to you. Uh, there's like 51 on PlayStation, about 67 or something like that on PC. But uh, so were you disappointed they couldn't gig. get one more gig? It, it seemed intentional to me. Like, it seems like a Microsoft move to put Xbox above the rest. We're going to put one gig of better shit uh, than yeah. PCs. But man, just if they've gotten to uh, just a little higher, huh? Oh, I'm sure they did, and they dropped it down nice. for that reason. <laughs> fucking dicks yeah <laughs> so yeah it's gonna have uh, new maps modes operators and guns some of the new maps uh rust is coming back i'm Hell sure you've yeah. heard by now there's gonna be a 2v2 and 6v6 playlists on that uh one of the a new all new map is uh, atlas superstore it's they're gonna have 6v6 and 10v10 a mosh pit style playlist on that that uh, what i've seen online people seem to be liking that map quite a bit uh there's going to be a new ground war map, Zokov Boneyard, and a handful of new gunfight maps. Bizarre is one of them that I see all over the place. That's the only one, that I, but uh, like on their patch notes, they say several. So there's going to be more coming, uh, apparently. Mm, uh, rust baby. New operator. Uh, the new one of the new operators is Ghost. Is going to be the one everybody's most excited about. Uh, to get Ghost, nice. you have to buy the battle pass. Oh, what a surprise! Which is a thousand credits. That's about ten bucks. Battle Pass is going to include ghosts, some blueprint, uh, gun blueprints, some skills and challenges. But in the Battle Pass, if you finish it, you can earn up to 1,300 points in the pass. So you could get Season 3 for free and change, basically. So there's that, right? You can only get 300 uh, credits uh, without buying it, without buying the Battle Pass. So the guns, you've got the... Uh, an AR, a uh, 5.56 AR, the GRAU, and a Strike 45 SMG. Uh, they're going to have gunfight tournaments, uh, a playlist that's gunfight snipers, but it's a 3v3. That's going to be a nightmare. Ooh. It's going to be there. Uh, that's <laughs> Those are kind of some of the bigger highlights, but I, I poked most through some of the patch notes for some of the balancing issues and uh there's a handful of things that i thought were kind of interesting i use the trophy system a lot they're reducing the deployment time on that for like half a second because it's ridiculous uh, another major thing uh that i thought was major is they're switching the overkill from perk one slot to perk two slot and swapping it with kill chain so kill chain will be a perk one slot um and now i can be a speedy boy and carry two guns uh-huh. yes you can Yes, you can. And Josh, you and I were talking about that. I don't know if anybody else was on, but there wasn't a perk that would uh, nerf gas. So they added yeah. to Battle Hardened. 
So battle harden is going to add gas resistance. So you're not going to, there's going to be no coughing. There's going to be less slowdown and less blur, but on the patch notes, they've rebalanced the, like almost all the perks. So like restock instead of 30 seconds is going to be 25 seconds. And and they've shifted some stuff around, taken some stuff away. Like they've rebalanced almost all of them. So you might go check out those patch notes because they're pretty interesting. But the thing that I scared might be the right word scares the (laughs) the most is uh, for some weapons, uh, there's going to be a new weapon perk for Akimbo. So that's oh, going to be no, a... Piss. Yeah. You said for some weapons? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It, okay. So that's that's what I... I assume it's going to be like on the FJ slide of hand yeah. slot. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And I, I reckon it'll just be for the handguns and hell, maybe some of the submachine guns. I don't know, but yeah, probably just for like handguns, hopefully, right? Stuff like that. Right. And, uh, it'll probably just be on the 725 with the games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. What was the other Call of Duty that there where it was some shitty shotguns like that? 1987 Modern yep. Warfare 2. Mm, buddy. <laughs> That's what it was. I remember that now. Was it 2 or was it yeah. Modern Warfare? I think it was 2. Yeah, I think it was. Two. It was. Yeah. Uh, maybe Classic. one of the Black Ops had had Kimbo as well, one of the early ones. But uh, so that's that's some of the quick highlights. Again, the the patch notes are pretty interesting. I I thought the I would if you play it very regularly, I would say definitely go check out and see what they uh, the rebalancing they did on the perks uh, at least because that's going to be I think that's going to impact the game quite a bit. So yeah, it's nowhere to go but up. And and then there is a there's rumors, and I, I think we can say yeah. that it's more than rumors <laughs> for sure. Point right yeah. for a BR mode. Called Warzone. Oh, and, by, the, by the time this goes live, they, this could be in the game. Like it seems like it could happen right, any second. Right, and to the point where somebody posted on Reddit, obviously that they like some images where they had glitched into the BR lobby mode that's like locked out and says classified and that kind of shit. And it just it's just screenshots basically, but you'll be able to do loadouts and your barracks and that kind of stuff. So, but it's not clear. Surely you won't be able to go into these BR full loadouts, but it's it's not it's not clear how that's going to work. Yeah. But there's still some people saying that it's going to be a standalone game. I can't see how people are still saying that the BR mode is going to be a standalone game when it's there's at a, this that point tab. Yeah, already in the yeah. Yeah, that seems yeah, like nonsense. Sure, I, I could see them like you being able to launch it within the Modern Warfare client, and then they also have just a like a free to play or something that still throws you into that mode. That's a separate download okay. for people who may not have the game with how they have all their cross platform stuff set up. I bet they could have those different clients, but then, you know, talk to each other. You have to work out. You would have to have a different, a whole different set of gear where you would unlock all your weapons and stuff and all the attachments again in the BR mode. Oh, yeah, Cause yeah. if you just played the BR standalone, you'd be playing against guys like us that have sure. attachments on your favorite gun all unlocked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't see how they would work that. I don't know how that would work out, but that's a good point. That's the, the big news. Kyle and I were talking the other day and it was like, man, if they're going to do a BR mode, they need to do it this season. So oh, yeah. glad to see Quick. that they were on it just because <laughs> Um, Activision had an earnings report about a week ago and they were talking about, you know, hey, we do have a Call of Duty game coming out 2020, but <laughs> but oh, it's not going to sell as well as Modern Warfare. You know, they're preparing investors for that. Um, obviously, Modern Warfare is a beloved franchise, you know, and anything you follow up with is probably not going to compare. But they had, didn't say, you know, which of their developers is, is taking lead. I mean, the last thing we heard is, Ugh. you know, Sledgehammer was working on the next one, but they basically 
gave it to Treyarch. And so we don't really know if that right. just turned into another Black Ops or if it's um, some other game that Treyarch's kind of overseeing and still like, you know, Sledgehammer's probably doing the bulk of the work on. We don't really know. It's another um, Black Ops and they don't do a campaign again. I'm going to be so upset. Yeah, oh, that's what I swear to God, I will. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of just because of like... The quick turnaround. With, yeah, the quick turnaround. Um, Black but, Ops, that was my favorite line of them, but then they did away with half the game mm-hmm. that yeah. I really enjoyed. And it's that was a bummer. Yeah, I won't do it again. Pretty cool. I can't yeah. do it again. I, I think it's kind of interesting because I, I do think Modern Warfare in a lot of ways is the first Call of Duty that has like the framework to be a game that goes beyond just like the the perennial cycle that they usually have where, oh, you play Call of Duty for a year and then you get the new one, you play that one for a year, you know, whatever. Uh, this right. one feels like it, it could be longer lasting than that. It's It's got the hurdle of crossing into the next generation of consoles, that kind of shit. But, you know, with a BR mode, with a renewed focus on competitive play, that kind of stuff, I mean, it, it potentially could last for a long time. I'm interested really, to see how they I don't know. Like, yeah. but Gunfight tournaments are going to, because that's, that's really all that's said about it, is in like the roadmaps and notes and stuff like that, is there's going to be gunfight tournaments. And I don't know if that's going to be like built in where you can set them up or play online and it just automatically fills a bracket. And you guys just play them out because that would be a blast, dude. I'd do that. Sure. It would know, be I think that fun. would be, and I think it'd be a lot more fun. That'd be fun to watch. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, that'd be fun to watch streams of uh, of that, but we'll see. Yeah. I'd still love to see them tie some sort of loot. We talked about having guns or something tied to their competitive modes, but even not, not guns, like weapon cosmetics, have some blueprints that you can unlock that have, you know, neat right. skins and stuff on the guns. Some decent, I, I think, having some, some, some insult cards. Yeah. I would do a lot for calling cards because they're shit on this one compared Mm -hmm. to some of their old ones. They're quite boring, you know. So and maybe maybe that's maybe that's why they are at this point because they're planning on doing that at at some level in the near future. I hope so. That's just wild speculation. Sure, I I think the the earnings report thing and preparing investors like, hey, this Call of Duty is not going to be that big of a deal. I honestly think is kind of linked to the the next story. Um, Trickson tossed the teeth on this. about um, a, a new hire over at Activision Blizzard, more the Blizzard side of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, this article comes from Luke Plunkett of uh, Kotaku. Um, and basically Rod Ferguson, um, who has been working on Gears of War since the series inception, I believe about 15 years now. Um, and most recently, he's been in charge of the entire franchise. Um, so he announced on Twitter that he's leaving Microsoft's uh, shooter behind. Um, and his next role is going to be overseeing Diablo. Um, so he he tossed this out via a couple tweets. Can't remember exactly when that was, around the 5th, I believe. But yeah, he, he started his Microsoft uh, career in 1996. Um, moved to Epic in 2005. Um, had a brief stint at uh, Irrational while development on uh, Bioshock Infinite wound up but yeah he's he's heading to diablo now heading over to blizzard so pretty interesting stuff yeah if memory serves he he took over heading up gears when the the creator of the game cliff uh left after three and helmed four and five and then when i saw this i thought man that's kind of weird i have all the people to get you would think they would target somebody from like Oh, this guy's worked on World of Warcraft, or oh, this guy's worked on a loot shooter, or yeah, an action RPG or something. And then I was like, oh, well, wait a second. <laughs> we, we, we talked about how Activision's really been taking the screws to Blizzard. 
One yeah. thing about Rod Ferguson is that dude hasn't missed like a deadline. Like those Gears games haven't been delayed. They haven't, you know, they've been these massive blockbuster games and they've hit when they're supposed to hit. You know, he's helmed these complex right. projects and gotten them done and made sure they they hit their their target goal. And so I, I think they're they're getting kind of more of a workhorse figure who can make sure that Diablo gets to the finish line in a more timely manner than Blizzard is usually accustomed to. Is my guess on why they would seek him out yeah that's super interesting to me such a such a wildly different type of game than diablo and and other gaming leadership news kyle tell us what's going on over at rockstar moves all over the place Mm -hmm. mr dan hauser co-founder of rockstar games is leaving rockstar on march 11th the sack full of coins, boys. Yeah. Bitcoins to Indeed. be exact. It's time to be a break. Yep. I guess he, he was on break all 2019, but it's been official, officially made that March 11th is his last day. Sam Hauser, his brother, the other co-founder, it will be staying on, though. It is It is going to be interesting to see like, what changes happen in the quality of the storytelling. Because I was about to say, like, he's yeah, a lead he's writer. Co-finder. He's a lead writer of... Of GTA V and Red both, Red, both Red mm-hmm. Dead games, and those are excellent games, excellent stories. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, very his, complicated. His role, his role there was vice president uh, or creative vice president, so <laughs> yeah, might be I, a little more vanilla from here on out. I would imagine so. I mean, like yeah, Red Dead Two. Just the storytelling was so oh, mature and, was and superb. beautiful and excellent. Like, I mean. You can. He deserved a year off after doing that because I, I can't imagine oh, yeah. how taxing it was to write something like that. Mm-hmm. Now, hopefully, he'll stay on as like a consultant or something. Who knows? Sure. But I hope so too. Rockstar hasn't said anything on the the ordeal yet, of course. But. Yeah. Well, I, he's getting a much deserved break. I, I hope mm-hmm. he is like mentally well because I'm sure it is exhausting to have that much responsibility and have to take lead on on projects of that size. Oh um, yeah. Because there's so much burnout and stuff associated with the development of, particularly of Red Dead Two. I just hope before he left, he got some groundwork put in for GTA Six. Sure, kind of like shove it off before he leaves. But who knows? Yeah. Um. To to wrap our news section here, um, Division Two released a. <laughs> uh, stream this week where they were talking about the future of the game and. In conjunction with that, they've put the game on sale for a whopping $3. Still too think, much. <laughs> that's through yep. uh, February the 24th, um, if you have any interest in the game. And in an effort to kind of refresh the game, they're launching a, a large expansion on March 3rd called Warlords of New York, which will see you um, trying to take down... Uh, Aaron Keener, I believe it was the guy's name in Division One. I'm gonna have to look. Yeah, Aaron Keener. And so it's kind of set up like Wildlands was, where you have to take out lieutenants and you work your way up ultimately to to fighting the 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 big bad. And it'll bring back some of the old enemy types that you had from the first game, the cleaners and the Rikers. Old allies will be back in as well because you'll be in New York. So this is Fay Lau and Paul Rhodes. So you're going into Lower Manhattan for the expansion including the Financial District and Battery Park. Uh, Four new zones. It's not using the old map at all, so this is completely new space. It's been created. 
That's nice. Yeah, sure they're the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're bringing back some um, previous skills and two new ones, trap and hologram. And they're bringing back the sticky bomb. Once that comes out, they're going to move the game into more of a seasonal style of having uh, some kind of story component tied into three month bursts, basically doing what Destiny's doing now. And um, it, it seems like all of these loot shooter games are in like a really weird flux, like identity flux and not quite sure how to maneuver. Like Anthem announced that they were stopping their seasonal content and they are now working on just revamping the game, all hands on deck, trying to do some sort of rebuild. Yeah, it's a little late for that, probably, yeah. don't you think? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Pull the plug. I don't, I like, I just don't think that one's salvageable. Um, I, there's so many things in it that are fun and good. Like, like the, it has, has potential, but I would just say, like, if you're going to try to just make a sequel or something, like, trying to, like, rebuild yeah, it at right. this point seems dubious at best. Borderlands is is kind of they keep having these things that they're calling events that are really just should just be patches. <laughs> and, yeah. Like their Valentine's Day events, similar to that Halloween one. It's just like hearts floating around instead of skulls. It's so stupid. is it really? Oh, for fuck's sake! That was annoying as piss. Why would they bring <laughs> yeah. that back? Yeah, we yeah, kind of we might as well just talk about Borderlands here. Um, because oh, we'll, right. we'll, let's talk about the things we've been playing. So Division, anyway, March 3rd, expansion. It's super cheap right now if you're into it. Check it out. Um, I, I'll have to see on this. I did not really enjoy it. I hardly played any of it. But um, hell, if they fix the game, who knows? <laughs> um, I might be back. But um, on Borderlands, you and I hopped in, and we played the latest DLC, Moxie's Big Heist, and... What what were your thoughts on on kind of the structure of that? How it was set up, hopping in and playing it. The end loot was definitely not work. All the fucking grind to get there. Yeah, this was stupid. Yeah. I was very surprised it was set up as just like another kind of chapter to the game. I, I think I expected it to mm-hmm. be set up more like a a raid or a dungeon or yeah, something exactly. where it was like more of a focused activity. But it was just like here's a new zone. Here's new mm-hmm. side quests and oh, all the stupid side quests. I just nix all those. Let me do crap that's for the heist. <laughs> all yeah. the side quests and the piss out of me. Yeah, I I feel like that's something they oh. do very poorly. Like, the, like there's a lot of their main quests and stuff. I think are fun in the game, but their side quests. <laughs> there might be like a joke here and there that's kind of funny, but for the most mm-hmm. part, they feel like colossal waste of time. They're not very rewarding. Oh, yeah. Um, they don't offer very good loot or very much cash. And Mm -hmm. you're typically just fetching something over and over again. And sometimes you just do a back and forth between two points. Oh, I did so much back and forth. That was the other bit. Oh, come on. (laughs) Yeah. So those aren't Um, small like map additions they had either. Yeah. Decent sized. Yeah, and, and the the area that you were in the casino and stuff, so you can run around, you can like punch casino machines, cash flies out. Like the mm-hmm. the design of it and stuff is nice. It's a cool. Oh zone. yeah, yeah, that's good. The other aspect I liked of it was right before the heist, whenever the, you meet up with your team and they're like the plan, and as they're going over the plan, you hop into each part of the plan. Yeah, you just that do it was then. good. I like that, that. was good because it was super yeah. fast. It was just boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom, and then you're done with the setup. We're going to, to the main boss fight. And and that was that was really nice and, and mm-hmm. felt like a very big change of pace for them 
just in terms of how you experience their content. I, I did like that aspect of it. Uh, yeah. The boss fight was super easy. Yeah, I was very surprised. By that. <laughs> That's maybe like, the, the easiest it? boss fight in the, the game. Yeah. I imagine on we were, we were playing it on what Mayhem One, Mayhem Two. We weren't playing it all the way up, but just the Mayhem One. Yeah, yeah. Um, I imagine like his final phase is probably pretty obnoxious on four, but I I feel like in yeah, it probably so. wouldn't be that bad. Yeah, I, I I I wasn't super thrilled by it. I would have liked to see him do something different with the. Again, a dungeon or raid or something. Like I think yeah. that Malawan takedown was more fun. Oh, I, I agree. thought that was cooler. Yeah, yeah. They made the ending cheesy on the mouse. Yeah, yeah. Very used and to songs. That pissed me off. And then that, and then, then you get to the loot. It's like, what? This is it? Yeah, because he dropped, and we didn't like farm the boss or anything. So I, I don't really know what type of loot's attached to him. But one or two legendaries, and then in the yeah. there's like a they vault good room. Ones. That had a couple chests and stuff in it. Yeah, yeah it had like home about. a couple hundred grand of cash. Like, okay, some heist. Yeah. I want meals. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, you can make that much yeah, just, farming a boss really fast. You could make that much quicker just banging those damn cause, uh, oh, slot yeah, yeah. machines the all slot over. Machines. Christ. Yeah. Or you could lose everything. Or you could lose. Did you lose everything last night, Brooks? When you're like, "Hey, Josh, I'm just going to go out for a pack of jewel, jewel pods, pods. And, and then you ended up at the <laughs> casino and never came back, and I was really worried about you. Did you lose everything? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. We were there for a long time, much longer than I had money to gamble with. Yeah. <laughs> so I just watched for a while, and then I watched Netflix on my phone. Still, mm-hmm. now they there won't you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, aside from Borderlands this week, uh, we've also been playing uh, the new season of Apex. And uh, Hunter, I'm going to toss it to you at first here. Um, what did you think? You hadn't played the game in quite a while. And so coming in now, how'd it feel to you? I probably didn't play all last season. It still feels good, man. The movement and the gunplay still feels great. The new hero it seems like they took a darker turn, like a much more sure. serious turn on this one, which I dug. Like, it's nice to have like a serious revenants, like an AI robot bounty hunter type character. Uh, and the intro for him uh, is pretty intense. Like when you, fir- when you first load it up, like he's going on this hit and I won't, I don't know. Should we spoil it? I don't think we should probably spoil it. If people are interested, you should probably check it out. Cause it's, it's pretty good. Like it, it really is good. Uh, yeah, yeah, saw it on Reddit. It's pretty, it's pretty I, cool. I think like the the interest, like how he sees himself as a human in the mirror, I thought was like a cool kind of yeah. component to it. Uh, he's got some interesting uh, abilities. I never, I didn't, I wasn't able to play with him. I didn't, I didn't have the stuff to unlock him. I did, uh, but Josh played with him a little bit. He's nothing. Did you? He's nothing like the trailer. Is that nothing right? like the trailer at all? Right. But, yeah. You know how I was bitching that he felt kind of slow. I played with Jay last night, and Jay told me that he runs faster when he's crouched. And I didn't what? read that. Like, I didn't look at his. What? What? Yeah, so the whole time I'm like, why is this dude the same class as, like, all the speedy characters, and he's slow as fuck? And it's, yeah, when he's crouched, he moves faster. So I kind of want to play with him again. I, I didn't try it. So. Interesting. Okay. So if That's you're playing weird. him and you're like, how come this dude's not One of his- a speed demon, that might be part of the problem. Well, and he's uh, one of his other passes, right? Is he can climb higher mm-hmm. walls than all 
the other characters, which is pretty substantial. It's not just yeah. a little bit higher. Like he, he seems to be able to climb quite a bit higher. I was watching yeah, you scale down near the top of a big ass building. Yeah. Um, then he has the ability, like he can disable other enemies' abilities, and then his ult is he drops a totem, and you activate it, and uh, kind of this zone appears. Or if you die within this zone, you go back to that totem with one health and it gives you a chance to heal. So you can kind of put it off to the side and hidden away where you would be in a safer spot. If you mm, that's handy. Knocked. So I, I think he's a great player for a great choice for new players in particular. Give you kind of a second chance in a fight. Um, I don't know how much I'll play with him. I, I do want to try him again. Used to, yeah. Like I think, I think that's one, if you played a lot with, you could get that alt down. Sure. But it's one of those like, Whenever you realize you need it, is you're already in a fight, so you have to stop, drop the deal, have your team go over and activate it, and then start the fight. So you just led the other team right to where it's at, and then there's a smaller zone. Like there's there's a way to use that alt where it would be a game changer, but I haven't been able to wrap my head around how that would be just yet. You would have to be stalking people. Like if you were on the full offensive, mm-hmm. like if you jumped that alt, it's not going to do you any fucking good. You know what I'm saying? Which is 98% of the game, but there is going to be a really good place for it. So it was, it was interesting. I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. We won like our third round that we played that day. Well, yeah. nice. Uh, yeah. Like the third one. Played one. Yeah. yeah. I, I've had fun playing it again. Uh, the, the map changes that they've done, I don't think are super drastic. There's kind of a new area. Um, and I cannot remember quite the name. It's like a like a like a hot factory. That's probably what it's called, hot factory. I believe it's called a hot a hot Ooh. Carl. Uh, okay, the new zone is called Hot Carl. You're gonna want to Google that. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> and it, that area was fine. Um, and then they they added kind of this like lava crevasse between the uh yeah. it kind of broke up one of the bigger urban areas into two do sides. not look up hot carl crevasse yeah <laughs> you might that, stay away yeah. from that one that extra word will lead you astray but hot carl totally <laughs> fine um let's talk <laughs> let's talk about indivisible hunter uh probably been. probably your favorite game that came out last year that you didn't get to play last year i would imagine maybe yeah ever. Super unimpressed. <laughs> How about that? This is oh, yeah. yeah. This is a, a game developed by Lab Zero Games, published by Five Hundred Five, which is the same company that uh, published Control last year. It's a side-scrolling action role-playing platformer. That's how they describe it. Uh, mixed with uh, turn-based and, and kind of like time time-based combat. And uh, its art style is very much like it, it looks like a like a cartoon, like an anime. Um, very very clean animation style, two uh, D. The story is about a girl named Ajna whose village is attacked. Her father's killed by troops under the command of an evil and kind of weird dude named Ravalavar. And on her journey for vengeance, she discovers the ability to absorb allies, which seems kind of fucked yeah. up. Um, well, I mean, that's, that's right. She these people that's into her head. And so it, it does have slight RPG mechanics in the sense that um, you can, you become you gain more health, more attack power, and stuff. Your your allies 
uh, do as well. And you, you gain more and more members on your team and you can only have four kind of on the battlefield at a time. So you select the, your party out of the, the people you meet along your journey. And then you, you kind of see which ones work well together, which styles work well together. Hunter, super unimpressed. Yeah. What'd you not like about the game? Oh, fuck. Well, no, they, I saw nothing that they did that was even remotely new on anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the, it's, it's a side scroll. That's, that's for sure. It's, it scrolls yeah. to the side, but as far as platforming, like I, I guess kind of yeah. like it's a super basic platforming. And that would be more fun if that was the main game. But every time you come up on an enemy, you're like, Oh, this is like Mario. I'm going to hop this motherfucker and go on. No, you're not. It's going to take you out of all your movement. And it's going to have your three or four people that you magically absorbed into your brain, but aren't in your brain anymore. When it's time to fight, they're actually right there next to you, but they're not free to leave. It's not very clear. Um, and it's a, it's the battle style that are on like uh, like mobile game type battle styles Ooh. where you. It's I don't know, dude. It that was yeah. kind of upsetting. To me. So each each person is keyed to like a face button on the controller. Right. And they have Let's, a certain number of attacks before they're basically on like a complete cooldown. And so you can kind of choose to like combo those where you're hitting multiple, you're having multiple people kind of attack at once, or you can kind of do a little more like slow methodical style and try to keep everybody where they can attack at any given time. Um, but it is, it, it's not very deep on that front. Like, like, in fact, I was like, this is really stupid until I fought the Ravonavar guy and <laughs> That fight was kind of frustrating to me at first because it was like a mix of that battle style. And then actually some like the platforming gets a little more like you start gaining more abilities and then the you start running into more types of like lethal obstacles in the platforming. So you can't make as many mistakes. And all of that was in that within that one boss fight. And he had like three phases. And so I, I kept getting killed in the third phase and having to start it all over and do all the platforming again and stuff. And I was kind of getting irritated. Um, but that was the first time like oh, yeah. I saw like, oh, you can kind of mix up the combat more than I thought. Like for him, you basically, he had like a shield that you couldn't break till you did a certain amount of damage. And it was like you had to dump everything, all of your attacks, <laughs> your characters at one time. And then just play defense till everything was charged back up, and then just do like a, a wacky wave of hits again and stuff on him. So there's some times where it's like, okay, I've, I've got to do it, try a different approach. But I'm with you; it does feel like a mobile game on the combat. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Um, I probably put about 40 hours into this game. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm sure. I found you got a tattoo, uh, didn't you? Celebrating yeah. it. Yeah, I did. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it says, um, Shit. It says <laughs> hurry, haha, quickly, fastly, we must go. <laughs> that was a really touching moment in the game to me. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Well, that is, that is. I do like the art style. Like, it's nice to look at, which is good, because that's the only thing about it. There's a, a proper amount of anime titties. They're not, there's not too many. The main character isn't overly <laughs> sexy. With just way too much titty hanging out, you know what mm. I'm saying. But it wasn't it wasn't oh, overzealous man. on that front. Um, but yeah, tasteful. there was a point like one of the first one of the first fights uh, is after it's very, it's right at the very beginning, so there's no spoilers. But really, uh, your dad dies, and then you fight this guy. And I lost the first time, right? Because I was uh-huh. just smashing buttons. I was so confused as to what I was supposed to be doing. Well, I was, you I were heartbroken. Your sure. dad just died. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well. And I, <laughs> 
I'm sure I was still <laughs> thinking, right? You weren't. Just hit the X button. Uh, really got into character. <laughs> so I died and I had to rewatch that whole cutscene again. It's like three and a half minutes <laughs> of that whole cutscene to do yes, it again, dude. And yeah. I was like, I swear to God, if I die again, I'm deleting this game. I'm not doing this again. This yeah. is fucking retarded. I was so mad. I was upset about it. Uh, <laughs> so I never, I did. I, I mean, I got, I got a fair way. I got to where I had four uh, of my allies. Well, they're allies, a strong word, right? Cause one of the, your first quote unquote ally was a guy trying to kill you and you accidentally absorb him into your brain. Yeah. And now he's an ally and is fighting for you for some reason. Yeah. Not he fights his same. own troops with you like yeah, immediately. That's, that's yeah. Very confusing. Immediately. Yeah. Uh, but then he tries to deliver you to Ravonavar um, whenever he pops out of your head. Like it's Ugh. weird. Yeah. And then he helps you fight Ravonavar. It's the, I fuck. Yeah, combat style was super upsetting. Like the the because uh, mm. I, I wanted to do more of the platforming. Like I want to haul ass and just bounce through all sure. the stuff and just keep on going. And because uh, that felt because it did it felt nice and some of your abilities are kind of cool on that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Super upsetting. Yeah, didn't love the beginning of the game. And and one thing that was odd to me too is like your dad dies by that dude you just trap in your head. And then you find oh. out your dad like trapped this crazy evil <laughs> demon at one point. You're like, oh, so why did he die like such a bitch? <laughs> right at the beginning, from a dude I could just absorb when I have like no abilities. <laughs> Come on, Dad. I'm sure it's all very clearly explained later in the game, which uh. I did not get to. Uh, <laughs> but um, you might yeah, be giving him it, too much credit. I, I think if you like. It checks the boxes of like anime style and some of the older style RPG, JRPG fighting crap, but it's not probably for me. I mean, I didn't hate it, but it's hard for me to review it because I have not played much like it, nor would I want to again. <laughs> but, uh, sounds like you. <laughs> if that's your bag, by all means, hop in. It is on Game Pass if you have that, so you free to play to you. Um, or four gigabytes on your hard drive, friends. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. But you could, um, but I don't recommend it. And last weekend, to uh, compliment Indivisible, another bastion of anime style, Fantasy Star Online 2 had its beta up on the Xbox so this is a game developed and published by Sega. Sega! The original one released for Dreamcast and uh, GameCube, I believe. And then this one actually released eight years ago in the Asian market. But this is the first time it has been available in North America. It is a massive multiplayer online RPG. And in kind of its combat style, it feels like a like a simple take on monster hunter. There's a lot of uh, kind of big boss battles like that. And you have to kind of mix up your attacks and you have different weapons and stuff that you can carry with you and switch to, uh, to do different things, different elemental effects stuff like that. Uh, it has a pretty good character creator. If you're into making hot anime librarians. Oh yeah. With the proper amount of titties. Own, right? Yes. Yeah. It's, it has that weird pause, like, like a Pokemon game in dialogues, so like the, how the dialogue boxes just kind of pause or whatever. And you're like trying to keep going. You have this, <laughs> or if it's just kind of standing there awkwardly. for It's got that vibe where it's just all these weird pregnant pauses. 
and I'm, I'm not talking about like nine weeks in. I mean, this is third trimester pregnant. Oh, my. Uh, they're, they're uncomfortable. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I, I had fun with it. it. It was very simple, kind of straightforward experience. The, I think my only like main gripe with it, I guess two gripes, two gripes. First was you would go to kind of like a hub area, you'd accept a quest or whatever, and you go to launch it and it would take you to kind of this like pod on a spaceship and then you would just drop down into the zone and going into that like pod area felt totally useless. And as you get later in the game, maybe there's stuff unlocked in there or like gear lockers or so. I don't know what would happen in that pod area, but beginning game, it's totally pointless. And so that was just like a added extra step every time you're loading into an area. Um, And then my other gripe is with the game being eight years old, even though it, it runs well, plays well, it looks eight years old and it's, it's going to be competing with already active online massive multiplayer RPG games that uh, like world of Warcraft, Elder Scrolls online, black desert, Mm -hmm. Neverwinter. If you're into those games, those games feel a lot more responsive and they're a lot more feature rich in my opinion than than what I was seeing with that. Aside from just like the kind of the cool factor of, Oh wow, this is finally coming to North America and it being kind of an iconic brand. I feel like it's, it's going to be a tough sell. I I don't know. I feel like it would have a tough time garnering a, a major player base, but. Yeah. I, I could agree. be wrong. Like uh, Brooks, I also put about probably 40 hours into this. Oh, wow. And, uh, when I got to the main menu where you choose a ship, it looked pretty old school. It felt really classic. And I was like, ooh. This was is that, was that 30, 38 or 39 hours in when you got to the main menu? Yeah. Hmm. This is not Destiny After we're talking about. That super long <laughs> intro, probably about. 35. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was. I didn't get to that. I had it downloaded. was ready to rock. I was going to play Saturday. I was going to get on a little earlier than normal Saturday evening. And I got, I felt ill. You I got the vapors. Boy. And I, I was laid out for several days. Um, I got busy. So, so I was going to do it on Sunday, but lo and behold. Got busy, huh? I bet, the, I bet you fucking were. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. What has happened? Why do we got to have... Uh, betas to end on Saturday night. Oh, that's shit. weird. Stupid. Yeah, that, that's two betas in a row. Disintegration and this one ended on Saturday. But third beta starting on Valentine's Day, you and a loved one can hop into Bleeding Edge <laughs> <laughs> and let the sparks fly. <laughs> I think maybe because across the pond they work on Sundays. Uh, across the old pond. <laughs> Mm-hmm. What accent is that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> yeah. I'm like a drunk Wisconsin <laughs> farmer. He's trying to appeal to every one of our European <laughs> listeners at once. Across the pond. <laughs> at the same time. No, those people. Sorry, Kyle. Hey, we're four days a week over there. <laughs> Now you're doing your uh, Swedish plumber uh, voice. Uh, <laughs> I'm a Swedish plumber. Next thing you know, he's going to be like, wow, Luigi. <laughs> like, yeah. Turning into a loud God, plumber. I'm talented. Send me Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> he's still accepting donations only in five cent 
denominations for yes. his, uh, Nichols Pickles. Nichols Pickles Strip Club. And Pickle Park. <laughs> gourmet. Uh, <laughs> gourmet. Pickle Park. Yeah. Pickle Park. Yeah. Yeah. Vlasics out there. Fucking hey, come get your different style of Vlasics. <laughs> These are gourmet pickles across <laughs> the pond. Coffee <laughs> to me. Yeah. Um, anyway, Bleeding Edge is something we'll talk about on next week's episode. This is the one that's uh, developed by Ninja Theory. Uh, they're the people that did like Sinuous Sacrifice that shit but they have a lot of experience doing i'm trying to they, they, they're way more famous for something else <laughs> oh, i'm really prepared yeah, tonight yeah, yeah, trust me they're big uh yep. um, walking on the edge damn it's gonna bother me um anywho but that'll be up it is it looks like a poor man's Overwatch in its art style, and uh, it's <laughs> team-based hero-style game, but it's melee-focused instead of a mm. shooter. Um, so we'll, we'll see. I'll fuck with it. Yeah. Download that yet? Can you pre-download it? Uh, you can't. I don't think it, it wasn't available for preload when I checked before we hopped on to record tonight. Um, so you might just have to wait. I believe it goes live at noon on February 14th, but it might open for preloads on February 13th. Not 100% sure. I haven't seen anything on that. But you have access to it if you've pre-ordered it or if you have Game Pass, it's available. Yeah, I, I think that's a that's a wrap, boyos. Um, Bruce, you want to end this episode as we end every episode by telling the good folks at home what's in the box. Absolutely, Josh. Absolutely. It's a can of Campbell's Chicken Needle Soup. A can of Sprite, an ice cold can of Sprite, and a tub of Vicks Vapor Rub. All that, okay. plus a little bit of an exclusive peek into the Microsoft X Cloud beta coming up next week. <laughs> oh, dear. We'll test the science for you. I'll do, I'll do the X Cloud beta. <laughs> you do the, the Sprite up the butthole thing. We'll call it a deal. I'm not shaking on that, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> also, join us for our Patreon subscribers. For, for oh, our man. Patreon subscribers, uh, join us after this episode on Chatterbait, uh, where you can <laughs> see us all <laughs> with our shirts off. That's right. Uh, yeah, we'll also accept five cent denominations on there. If you don't feel like donating straight through Chatterbait, we also have a fans-only site, as well as a premium Snapchat where we self-promote some Kyle's feet. That one's only accepted uh, Bitcoin. But due to Kyle's tax situation, we have to be very careful with the crypto exchange. <laughs> oh my! Oh, oh, Kyle's getting audited. <laughs> I'll have so many bitcoins. I'll just escape. Uh. <laughs> yep. Oh, Game on, man. boxers. <laughs>